This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 209th episode of Talk Direction. And today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite One Direction and solo boys love songs in honor of Valentine's Day uh, week. Whenever we say like 1D and solo direction. I always want to go 1D and solo D and then I'm like solo D. <laughs> that sounds like something interesting. <laughs> That's what it should be they should be called though. Solo it makes D. Makes more sense. One direction, solo direction. Exactly. I guess one direction is kind of the same as solo though, but Yeah. It's <laughs> very confusing. <laughs> Love talking about that solo D though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what that means. I don't know. I'm taking it some type of way. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, this is going to be kind of a impromptu, casual episode. We've been doing a lot of like song discussions and album reviews, and we wanted to kind of give ourselves a break and have a little bit more of an easygoing episode. So that's what we're doing this week. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, make sure to check out our Patreon <clears throat> at patreon.com slash talkdirection, where we're going to be talking more about Valentine's Day stuff um, on this week's TDDL. TDDL is Talk Direction Download. It's a 30-minute extra episode that we post on Patreon for our patron supporters. Um, so if you want more of the podcast, you can join us over on Patreon. So for today's episode, we each made a list of about 10 of our favorite love songs um, from One Direction or and or um, solo albums or solo singles. Solo D. Solo D. And we're going to talk about why we chose them. Um, first of all, um, <clears throat> God, I'm like so out of whack now. <laughs> I love all this. People will love this. Stick it in at the end. <laughs> okay, maybe I will. <laughs> I was just going to start talk- like talking as if I was like, I don't know, doing a philosophy lecture or something. <clears throat> what is a love song? Okay. <clears throat> so we didn't really have specific parameters about how we were choosing these songs. We kind of um, just did our own thing. So... For me, I decided to go with um, love songs that are quote-unquote deep. Um, there's obviously a lot of different kinds of love songs, and um, I wanted to, like, be able to narrow it down to a list of 10. So the ones I chose are, like, very, like, emotional, like, deep love songs. That's kind of what I went with for my list. And Caitlin might have used a different set of parameters. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us how you chose your 10? I didn't even know we were supposed to pick our favorites or not so oh, cool. some, of aren't even, <laughs> some of them aren't even like my favorites 
I just like decided to pick one from each album. So all of Wendy's albums and then the solo albums oh, nice. we've gotten. So yeah. it was sometimes hard to choose them. And I kind of went with the genre like fun, happy love songs or happy, uh-huh. like positive love songs, which was also really okay. hard because so many of both the solo direction and one direction love songs are like in love but there's like such a tinge of sadness or like it's over already or like something bad like I kept finding that so I had to sometimes go with some like cheap alternatives so right yeah but you know what we'll add well it'll add it'll add to the discussion good well this will be interesting so normally when we plan an episode we like create a doc and like send it to each other like days in advance so we can each like prepare um but today I made the doc um about 10 minutes ago (laughs) while we also were on the phone already yeah so we didn't really communicate about um what we were what's how we were choosing songs obviously so I think it'll make for an interesting episode hopefully you agree I feel like there's like (laughs) I feel like there's not even that many like pure deep love songs between all of them I feel like we'll There's probably really get not. more as the boys get older and like in their solo yes. work. I'm I'm feeling Louis gonna have some, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, just they haven't really done a ton of deep ones. We we start to see more on Harry's latest album, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. There's not none of them have those like wedding love songs or like yeah, um, thinking out loud type level where it's like yeah, that's a classic love song. I don't think any of them really have that. Yeah, it's either, I think like, it the probably sexy type or like a kind of a heartbreaking type. Right, I think that's probably because none of them have like experienced that like kind of love yet, and and are like now in a place that they can write about it right yeah I feel like a lot of times like my favorite love songs I like as you'll see because I'm gonna list a couple of my my all-time favorites are mostly written by people who are quite a bit older yeah um, that makes sense because yeah like it takes time to experience those things in your life and then Mm -hmm. you need the also the time of like reflection to like be able to write about it in in a way yeah yeah but um what makes a good love song to you like, what do you think of when you think of a love song? Um, When I think of a love song, I mean, I think there's so many different versions. But if you're talking about that, like, real, true, classic, like, wedding dance type-esque love song, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really talking about how much you appreciate the person and support them and how they appreciate and support you and how it's kind of like this theme of endless love mm. where it's just going to be go on forever and it's like you're singing Mm -hmm. to the person it's like an ode to the person and I don't know and it's kind of timeless I guess yeah um I'm just like thinking of like the I don't know what it's called is it called endless love the L is for the way you look like that one is such a classic love song yeah um like I said Ed Sheeran's thinking out loud is such a Mm -hmm. beautiful love song um mm-hmm. I don't know it's just like it just feels really pure yeah I totally agree um I feel like yeah when I kind of think of love songs what I immediately think of is like as you said like wedding songs like mm-hmm. songs I would I would like if I was getting married that I would play or right. like want to listen to 
Do you remember the first song you ever heard that you like identified with as a love song that you like felt? You were like, wow, this is a romantic song. <laughs> um, I mean, I know like Dixie Chicks, I Believe in Love is a Aww. song that I listened to when I was quite young, but I'm not sure yeah. if it's like that typical pure love song. I have to think about the lyrics. Yeah. Um, But that one and then... I don't know. I want to say there there were some. It's like obviously it's, a hard question. Yeah, I, thinking I'm that not like back. prepared, so it's hard to think of it. But like when I was younger, I was definitely listening to like with my parents to things like Beatles and Queen, and like they've they've yeah. got love songs. So, um, yeah, I'd have to like it was it's probably one of them. Um, mm-hmm. and then Dixie Chicks, and then like when I got into my own music, it was like Apple Levine. I'm not sure if there was any like pure <laughs> Skater Boy <laughs> wasn't quite the pure deep love song. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I, it's hard for me to remember. I feel like kind of just thinking off the top of my head, like probably something from the Beatles, like in my life, maybe. Mm. Um. There's this song, one of the first, like, concerts I went to was the Indigo Girls, and they had a a CD that I had that had a cover of Dire Straits' song, Romeo and Juliet, and I definitely remember being very young and, like, listening to that Mm -hmm. song and being like, wow, yeah, this is a love song. I'm also thinking, like, the L is for the way you, was Mm -hmm. in Parent Trap, and I must have watched that when I was quite young, so that could be one of them. Yeah, I feel like the the like the first time I was like falling in love as a teenager, I was listening to a lot of Otis Redding mm. as well. A lot of a lot of those songs are kind of like the the tinged with sadness type. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. he has some good he has some good love songs that's for sure. Oh, how about Whitney Houston? I will always love you. That's oh yeah. I must have heard that when I was pretty young. Yeah, that's a good one. What do you feel like is your favorite kind of love song to listen to? Like. Do you like ones that are, like, more romantic or more, like, familial? Do you like the sad, slow ones or, like, fast, flirty ones? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. I do like, like, the fun, like, sexy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know if I'd classify those as, like, love songs, maybe more, like, sexy songs. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think... I like ones that maybe have a familial vibe, but not because they're familiar, just because, like, they feel more equal. It's not like there's no, like, gender roles or, like, yeah something weird about, like, sacrifice, sacrificing yourself for someone and, like, or, like, right. I'm nothing without you. Those type of themes, I don't like that much. So yeah, I like more themes where it's, like, just supportive and happy and not necessarily about like you being worthless until like the other person Uh is in your life (laughs) yeah um so I think more thematically that's what I care about Mm -hmm. um just more like a deep adoration for the other person but not not in a way that's like weird you know yeah 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 I feel like I feel like I I like all kinds of love songs really um I think the ones that affect me most are the kind of slow soulful ones Mm -hmm. for sure and um yeah definitely ones that are more like 
more not necessarily serious but um but definitely like deep and mm-hmm. like meaningful um i really do love like kind of more flirty like fun love songs but mm-hmm. um i think the ones that i like gravitate more to are like the more slow kind mm-hmm. of very sentimental ones mm-hmm. yeah um i know you already listed a couple but do you have like um like what are your favorite love songs kind of like of all um, time it's hard because i haven't really cl- like i have never like put together a playlist or classified love songs Mm. I feel like when I'm listening to music they're on an album and they're mixed in um but when I was thinking about this question the first song that came into my mind was Oh What a World by Casey Musgraves which um I've only recently become a fan with her in the past couple years Mm -hmm. a fan of hers in the past couple years um but I mean that song is like one of my favorites just because it yeah. is almost a love song to the world and to like nature, but also to mm-hmm. a person because she, it's kind of about looking at the world with a very innocent perspective and then mm-hmm. being like, look how amazing the world is. And then you're there on top of it. And it's like, mm. oh my gosh. And you like blow everything else out of the water too. So yeah. I think that's just, it's really pretty in a unique way to write a love song. Um, yeah. But off the top of my head, I mean, um, thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran I loved that first time I heard it he mm. sung it live first he um, and I watched a live version of it it was just at a concert I didn't I wasn't there but I watched it and I just thought of how pretty it was and I like made my whole family listen um, yeah. and then of course later um, it like became a single and it blew up um, but it like right at the beginning I was like really struck by it and thought it was That's so, so cool pretty that you heard it in that way yeah. I didn't know that he had released it live before yeah. the studio version. Yeah. Um, he seems to do that a lot of times, but if you're not, like, in the, f- like, fandom, you wouldn't have heard it. He's done a whole bunch of songs, too, that he never ended up releasing at all, mm. um, which is interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that one really struck me. I think, I don't know, I definitely have a connection to singing love songs, like, with my siblings and mm-hmm. like it's almost like a love song to them when we sing it together yeah um which i really like so ones mm-hmm. that fit that sort of genre mm-hmm. um like mean a lot yeah 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 i feel like i <clears throat> i have a couple of playlists um of kind of songs like this i have a couple of different wedding playlists from like when my friends have gotten married um and also, like, I have a playlist that I made when my dog passed away a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um, that I made to, like, listen to when he died. And then I made a similar playlist for my friend whose dog passed away, like, a year after. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of those songs are kind of, like, my favorite love songs. Um, and I feel like a lot of them are, like, have a romantic, like, kind of meaning but I feel like they can kind of be applied to, like, that kind of relationship. Like, yeah, um, any kind of deep love relationship. Yeah. I think my, like, all-time top two would be If I Should Fall Behind by Bruce Springsteen. But, like, the live versions. Um, he recorded this song on, his, on one of his albums. <clears throat> but then when he has played it live, 
Um, it's very different. Um, there's a ton of different live versions, but my favorite is like the one that's on his, it's like on his YouTube channel. So I'm sure if you search it, that one will come up. But each of the members of his band like sing some of the song. Mm. It's just incredibly beautiful. Clarence Clemens is um, his like saxophone player for this song. Um, he actually passed away a couple years ago. But his like saxophone solo in the middle of the song and then he sings a, uh, like a line after is, is it like makes me cry every time <laughs> I Aww. listen to it. Um, but that's definitely like my top like mm-hmm. song, that one. And then also um, Nick Cave's Into My Arms um, is another one. <clears throat> and both of them like there's definitely lyrical reasons why I love them, but it's more like the sound mm-hmm. of the songs. Um, and then I Belong to You by Brandy Carlisle is like also up there. Um, and then I Will Follow You by Toulouse is also one of my favorites. My stepsister had this song play um, at her wedding when um, her mom, my stepmom, like walked her down the aisle. Um, so like that is very much like cemented in my mm-hmm. head as like a very like wedding type song but it was like such a beautiful moment um yeah and then I have a few others listed here but I feel like that's a good summary for yeah of like what kind of songs I think of as love songs (laughs) I wish I could comment more on them but I don't know if I've even heard any of these yeah I might recognize I'd make a playlist for you but you don't have Spotify yeah, I know. I'll make so a YouTube sad. playlist for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some Lucinda Williams songs on here too. Um, but getting into One Direction, um, do you feel like there is a specific 1D album that you would consider like the most romantic out of all of them? It's hard to say. I think made in the I every time you ask me a question I'm like oh it's hard to say or I don't know (laughs) well like come up in fairness I like you didn't I didn't give you time to prepare for the questions (laughs) (laughs) um I know I'm like thinking on the spot here putting you on the spot um honestly I think made in the am is their most mature album like lyrically and emotionally it's got it's it feels like it's got deeper emotions especially compared to like the first two albums Um, yeah it just you can see such a progression that in their own lives they're dealing with more intense feelings and deeper love and deeper connections Mm -hmm. um so i think in that sense made in the am has more like emotional deep love songs um Mm -hmm. but i don't know if there's a different one that has like more happy love songs i don't know i feel like maybe made in the am like i'm looking at it like end of the day if i could fly infinity although like infinity is very tinged with sadness um mm-hmm. like love you goodbye is not like a happy love song but it's emotionally heavy um, yeah like long way down very emotionally heavy about love but not happy mm-hmm. i want to write you a song mm-hmm. um history even as a love song so i don't know maybe made in the am what what Mm -hmm. do you think yeah i do agree with you that made in the am is definitely their most mature album and i think contains most of their like more heartfelt 
um, kind of lyrics. Um, I feel like four mm. is kind of a romantic album because there's a lot of like kind of love song, like more kind of love songs on it that are that are not as like like the first few albums have have like a lot of songs that are kind of about like those first beginning stages of love or like you have a crush on someone or you're like yeah. having like an obsession with someone <laughs> it's so funny going <laughs> like teenage from love to the other. Yes. <laughs> yeah but four has like 18 ready to run where do broken hearts go Fire. fireproof yeah. um but then like midnight memories has like you and i strong happily Diana. through the dark Diana so I don't know it's hard to say but I think I would agree with you about that like with Made in the AM just because that does have kind of the the songs that probably like feel more meaningful Mm -hmm. um to us because I think the boys had more to do with writing them yeah and they're just more further on in their like writing careers so yeah yeah um what about out of the solo work um solo d which <laughs> which one do you feel like has written more love songs or like tends to write more romantic songs? Um, well, I'm waiting to hear Louis' album, which comes out tomorrow. I, I like not even wrapping my head around that. I have it right now. I know you have it on um, the cassette, cassette tape. Right? That's so <laughs> yeah. funny. I know. Um, yeah, I'm waiting to see what he has because I think out of all the boys, it seems like Louis has had like the strongest romantic relationships that have stayed constant yeah and like he's talked about wanting to get married and like mm-hmm. that so i'm thinking he's gonna have maybe some pretty intense love songs that might reach up to that higher level of love song where it's like yeah everlasting love i don't know if that's what he's like theming but i think he could write one and it would work yeah um so obviously we don't know yet but by the time this episode comes out (laughs) we'll we'll know um yeah but i think he's got potential too um liam i don't really think there was many but niall has done a number of like quite romantic love songs a lot of them sad yeah um but very emotionally mature and so much like i was saying um, about like being super supportive and open and like I don't know I'm just thinking like um, flicker and um, fire away mm-hmm. they're just very emotionally intelligent songs yeah um, and I think for Harry's the newer album has more love songs than his last album I agree um, that was kind of a wishy-washy answer but <laughs> I think that's all you're ever gonna get from me <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, I definitely think uh, Niall and Zayn have written the most like romantic. Oh, I totally forgot about Zayn. Zayn like (laughs) totally tops it. He's got so many. He's got so many. Yeah, I think Zayn is someone who like really like I think you know he's had really specific relationships where he like they become pretty serious to him. So I think he's the way he's been able to write about his romantic feelings is like pretty pretty meaningful. and I think probably, like, the same for Niall. I think a lot of Harry's songs, while there's obviously, like, romantic parts, I think they're a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. So he'll have songs, like, that are obviously about someone he has romantic feelings for, but there's, like, the song's really more about jealousy yeah. or it's really more, you know, like, there's, like, more complex issues. I think he has less, like, pure 
like this is a love song about this person especially because it seems like every time he's writing songs it's after he's broken up with someone so mm-hmm. that's the theme he's writing on so a lot of the songs he's written that are love songs are like nostalgic or looking back at a relationship rather than writing one where you're like in the heat of that deep love yeah and like it's just like and i think we get some of that on his second album yeah but a lot of the love stuff he does write is like after the fact you know so it's it's Mm -hmm. like a little bitter yeah 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 and i think louis will probably have um some more love songs on his album although um yeah i guess i'll find out pretty soon um (laughs) i feel like the songs that he has um currently tend to be like when i was kind of looking over them they're like again they're a little bit more complex so like a song like don't let it break your heart is like this it feels like like a love song but it feels more like you're trying to bolster someone's you know hope and like make someone feel Mm -hmm. okay and and it's more about like supporting it's more about like being inspirational and like supportive and like making someone else feel strong and like i think a lot of his his love songs tend to have like some kind of other element like that Mm -hmm. um and again i don't really know that aside from two of us that there's any that are just like purely like this is a love song for this person yeah plus like a lot of it feels much more familial than like romantic Mm -hmm. love to me yeah 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 like when i listen to don't let it break your heart i just think about his sisters yeah same like automatically like anyone who goes through something tragic like how yeah. do you pick yourself up from that yeah that's what i'm always thinking yeah yeah and then liam i like the only song that i think would come close is like polaroid mm-hmm. um and i think lyrically that's definitely a love song but like it doesn't have the sound no. of like a love song you know it's a little bit more of like a kind of dancey song so um so yeah i would say zane and then nile yeah and then the rest to be determined Mm -hmm. (laughs) wait we'll wait on like five five years or so a couple albums down the line we'll get that real yeah we'll get those deep deep love songs they gotta be in their 30s (laughs) (laughs) all right so getting into our lists i unfortunately now have 13 songs because (laughs) i just thought of two while we were talking (laughs) So maybe we can go back and forth and, like, all start. Sure. <clears throat> These aren't in an order of importance. Mm-hmm. Um, they are in order, kind of in order of how I, what I, how I thought of them. So I guess that will mm-hmm. give you some clue into how I picked that or the <laughs> okay. order. And if we have a duplicate, <laughs> should we just both talk about it? I think so, yeah. Okay, so. Did you order yours, like? No. Okay, I just great. went in order of, like, the album I was thinking of. Perfect. So the first one I have is Sweet Creature. Me too. Um, I figured. <laughs> That's the only one you can choose off HS1, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this one's self-explanatory. The The lyric I picked out is, um, and oh, we started two hearts in one home. It's hard when we argue. We're both stubborn, I know. But oh, sweet creature, sweet creature, wherever you go, wherever I go, you bring me home. Sweet creature, sweet creature, when I run out of road, you bring me home. So we did a song discussion on this song. So if you've listened to that, you know all of our thoughts about Mm -hmm. it. But 
I often listen to this song as maybe a bit about familial love or romantic love. I kind of think it can be either. Feels like that perfect sibling song where yeah. <laughs> you like love them, but then you hate them sometimes, but they also <laughs> bring you home and like, yeah. you know, it's all that. Especially yeah. when you're away from siblings. Mm-hmm. It's got that tied in. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, a lot of the songs that I that I think of as, or like my favorite love songs, like they're the the constant themes are themes of like um like following someone Mm. or waiting for someone Mm -hmm. um home like you feel like home you're bringing me home um death like like i like i will die when you die Mm -hmm. or like you know some kind of death theme i feel like those are like the big three like (laughs) (laughs) themes in like the love songs i like yeah (laughs) I thought it was interesting with Sweet Creature too, though. It has that sort of bitter side of like, we're both stubborn. They're, it feels like they're not fully together, you know? That's why I feel like it's a familial thing where it's like, yeah, it's still not, it's not that like pure, I'm in love with you song. It's like still got this like edge to it, you know? Yeah. But I was trying to think of the other songs. Like, we have those in the moment love songs, like, Carolina and Kiwi which are more like that lusty feel yeah Um, but and then you've got like the sadness which is like um from the dining table you know like Mm -hmm. the aftermath or two ghosts it's like an aftermath right yeah yeah I think one of the things too that makes a love song feel um powerful or feel special is like the songs that are more about staying with someone and less about getting with someone Mm. like I feel like a lot of the songs that are about like you know the the beginning of relationship or like a new relationship you know don't feel as as deep and and the songs that really like feel like whoa this is like a really deep love song it's like it's like you know about staying with someone or like you've been with someone for a while or like there's some long longevity there Yeah, and I feel like Sweet Creature kind of has that feeling to it of, like, this is a relationship that has been long. And so – and it's, like, that kind of love that, like, you know, it's not – it doesn't feel like a new love. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything else about Sweet Creature? Um, no. Okay. So, wait, should I go now since you did Sweet Creature? Sure. Okay. So, my next one is kind of – um not entirely a love song <laughs> but it's cherry um of course you had to sneak <laughs> that in it's my favorite song off of fine line so i had to include it mm-hmm. um it obviously is a, is a song about someone who he's not with right so it's not a love song of like wow we're together and i love you um but when I listen to this song, it just sounds like a love song. Yeah. I feel like it's full of love. And while there is, like, um, the kind of, like, bitterness, so the lyrics, which is, like, the chorus, I guess, of don't you call him baby, we're not talking lately, don't you call him what you used to call me, um, the whole – the song as a whole doesn't feel bitter. It, like, really kind of has a sound of, like, a combination of, like – expressing how you feel about someone that you don't have anymore in like kind of a sweet way mm-hmm. like the lyric um I noticed that there's a piece of you and how I dress take it as a compliment um 
like it feels like a sweet song and then also feel as like feels like there's a part of it that he's like i haven't really let this person go yet mm-hmm. um but it, it just really sounds like a love song and like especially just like sonically like the way the music sounds and the way he sings it um yeah, yeah. and i think like out of all the songs on his album that's got to be the one with the deepest connection about another human being like the yeah most emotionally deep about another human being yeah like, it seems like it's really direct about one person and his yeah, love for this and it's one like person. clearly there was deep love yeah and clearly like this person was emotionally important to the to harry yeah um and there might be like happier love songs but it's like you right. said with sweet creature it feels like sweet creature has longevity there and cherry feels like there's longevity even though it's over it really does versus like yeah. some of the other ones are like it's new or it's like more lusty and right yeah 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 and with like the voicemail bit too or like the voice memo bit um yeah too and like the fact that we know that that was like a voice memo of like them just like hanging out together and mm-hmm. he like put that in the song i think definitely adds to it as well yeah i agree yeah um from harry's album i chose harry's fine line um i chose uh-huh. adore you nice um and i i wasn't completely set on it (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it doesn't have that longevity feel but right i was choosing it over like i i compared it to like golden and sunflower and yeah i feel like both of those have some like negative caveats in them it's like Mm -hmm. your flowers just just died Mm -hmm. or like you were way too bright for me um Mm -hmm. so there's like this tinge of like it's not like just about adoring um mm-hmm. but adore you feels like it's all about the loving <laughs> yeah but it, it does true. feel like that beginning of a relationship so it's not quite mm-hmm. the everlasting love song yeah but it know. is totally a love song yeah. yeah 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 when i was first coming up with my list i put watermelon sugar and adore you mm-hmm. on and then i just took them off because i had too many yeah. and i was like well like as you said they're more of the infatuation stage yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) for my number three i have two of us by louis um i definitely feel that this is a love song it's obviously a sad love song and it's obviously familial about his mom but it like has those elements of Mm -hmm. being really um like deep and meaningful um and about like really specific like love for someone um i think lyrically the whole song is very strong but two of the bits i picked out was tattooed on my heart are the words of your favorite song i know you'll be looking down swear i'm gonna make you proud i'll be living one life for the two of us and then i promised you i'd do this so all of this is all for you i swear to god you're living through everything i'll ever do um so yeah, yeah I just chose this one. It's got that deep emotional feel to that song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't choose a Louis song in particular. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that when we get the album tomorrow, I would be able to, but we're recording today. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, but I did pick some 1D songs that were very Louis. Okay. Um, I picked Strong, which yeah. if you know me, that's one of my favorite 1D songs. Um, and I feel like this does get at that. I feel like this was one of One Direction's first songs that had that deep emotional feeling that mm-hmm. was like 
because we had in the first two albums it was much more like you were saying the sort of teenage love crush you know jealousy Mm -hmm. crushes etc um but this one it just was much more about that like stability and loving someone and not really caring what anyone else says um and i took the lyrics um i'm sorry if i say i need you but i don't care i'm not scared of love because when i'm not with you i'm weaker is that so wrong is that so wrong that you make me strong yeah and yeah um i consider that a louis song and Mm -hmm. i really love it and it feels like it goes into that sort of deep i don't know i love i love the phrase that you make me strong it's like i'm Mm -hmm. not i'm not nothing without you but like you bolster me up you Mm -hmm. make me strong you make me feel more myself which i really like yeah that whole song is very very romantic and i love all the all the little lines of like my, my hands, your your hands tied up like two ships. Yes, so, so good. Yeah, my heart, your heart, sit tight like bookends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's, that's so not good. on my list. I think it was, and it disappeared for some reason. That's okay. I got it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> my next one is Nile's song. Put a little love on me. So this mm-hmm. is obviously a sad song. And I thought the rules were pick a happy love song. So I feel like mine are all like really bad compared to yours because I pick, I tried to go with all happy songs oh. and none of them are emotionally deep in the way the ones you chose are. I'm so really sorry if I, if I sabotaged you somehow. <laughs> you did. It's oh, your no. fault, Lucia. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should I just like think of happy songs to replace all? Of no, my you. I like okay. the discussions we're having. All so, right. well, you can like chime in about your feelings on the songs too. Okay. <laughs> you could put your songs into the doc, and then we could just read them all, and we don't have to say mine or yours. <laughs> no, and then it's no okay. one will know. <laughs> They'll be able to tell when I get down to some of mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Put a little love on me. We just did a song discussion about it, and so it's fresh in my mind. But this is, like, for sure a love song to me. It's obviously sad, and it's obviously about maybe a relationship that doesn't exist anymore. But it's very clear that the singer is, like, singing about someone he really loves still. Um, the The line I picked out was, When the lights come up and there's no shadows dancing, I look around as my heart is collapsing because you're the only one I need to put a little love on me. Um, yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like while it's the aftermath of a relationship, you can tell how emotionally Niall was affected by the relationship. Yeah, exactly. It always goes to that deep place. Mm hmm. Um, the Nile song I chose was Seeing Blind, mm. um, which I think is more about the start of a relationship. Yeah. But it was a happy one. I would say uh, more the deeper one that I would choose would be um, Fireway because I think that's... Yeah. Um, Fireway is like about like saying you can open up to me. I'll accept anything you tell me and I'll be here to support you and listen to you. Um, mm-hmm. So I think... Well, it's like got sadness in it. Um, it feels more emotionally deep to me than seeing blind. Yeah, but I chose seeing blind because it was that feeling of 
kind of being overwhelmed that this other person also wants you and kind of like the start of a relationship where you're just like wow like I can't believe it this is actually happening Mm -hmm. Um, so kind of like a less deep emotional love song but kind of the beginning of something great yeah definitely agree yeah I feel like um my choices too were based on like the musical sound of songs so like I thought of fire when I was kind of going through them I was like oh yeah fire away is definitely a love song but um I guess like the way it sounds didn't fit into like kind of how I was thinking of like Mm -hmm. songs that are more like slow and sweet um Mm -hmm. Lyle has like a lot of songs in his album that are like kind of more upbeat love songs Mm -hmm. um yeah because I would start reading the lyrics like fire away and it was something where I don't know what it was let me let me get it but it would be like it didn't feel like it was like I would think fire away was like really like deep because it's about connecting emotionally but it was like um I don't know it felt like it wasn't a steady relationship I don't oh, know really? maybe it wasn't this one that I was talking about mm, yeah um yeah, maybe not this one, but there was some other songs. I was like, oh, Are that's a love song. Are you thinking of You and Me? Maybe it was that one. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I know for some Zayn ones, I was like, oh, this was such a beautiful love song. And then it was uh-huh. like, wait a second. He says in like the first line, like, we're having trouble or something. And I was like, what? How is mm-hmm. this not like, I don't remember this bit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lyrics of Fire Away are very sweet. Like, and I will steady your hand when you're losing your grip. Even if I don't understand, you can talk to me. That's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next song is um, a Nile song as well, and it's Flicker. Uh, I think Flicker is a really sweet love song. It's kind of like... It seems like it could be uh, about a relationship that is not new. It kind of seems like a rekindling of a Mm -hmm. really old relationship, perhaps. Uh, The lyric I picked out is, then I look in the dark. Oh, no. Then I look in my heart. There's a light in the dark. Still a flicker of hope that you gave to me that I want to keep. Please don't leave. So I feel like... Um, this song is like, um, I feel like the song has some sadness to it, but mm-hmm. more than that, it's like a, a flicker of hope. Yeah. And it does have that longevity where it feels like they know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I have another Nia one? No. I have a Zane one. Okay. Yeah dusk till dawn yes um i loved this song that he did with sia what an epic song Mm -hmm. um and i took the lines that i thought were pretty they're just random from different parts of the song uh yeah we were shut like a jacket so do your zip or maybe they're together i don't know we would roll down the rapids to find the wave that fits i want to see the sunrise and your sins just me and you I love that we were shot like a jacket, so do your zip. Yeah. Um, But it feels like this song is, like, about being with someone through the bad stuff. So, like, dusk till dawn. So, like, you're going to stay with them through the night. He says, 
Um, I want to see your sunrises, but also like your sins. Um, so like, I want both the good and bad. I'm, I'm going to stick with you through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of more like this like power ballad song, but I felt like the l- lyrics were, I don't know, had that more emotional, deep feel. I, yeah. I think I had trouble with Zane because I wanted to pick songs like Fool for You. Yeah. But there was so much sadness in it. But I also I felt like that I feel like that's one of Zane's more classic love songs. Um, totally. Yeah. So that one as well. Yeah. I know it's hard with some of them because I thought um, I definitely thought about that one, too. But yeah, kind mm-hmm. of looking over the lyrics, there's like a lot of. um like not love e feelings in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like fool's gold a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um I chose 3 Zane songs. Um the first one was Intermission Flower. Uh mm. which is very short, but it's a song that he sings in Urdu and the translation is until the flower of this love has blossomed, this heart won't be at peace. Give me your heart. Wow. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just read my next one, too. Um, my next one is Let Me. I think Let Me is like a classic, like, cheesy love song. <laughs> <laughs> The lyric is, and if you let me be your man, then I'll take care of you for the rest of my life, for the rest of yours, for the rest of ours. So the the lyrics are definitely, like, cheesy, but really Mm -hmm. the sound of the song, like, the way the music is and the way he sings it, um, just very much feel like a super romantic song. Yeah. You want me to do one next? Yeah. Um, Okay, I have another Zane one. I chose Bright. Oh, yeah. um, I just find this a very sexy, fun love song. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Zane just like really shines when he's talking about women in a great way um, in this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took the lyrics. I'm loving the color way surrounding your colored eyes. I thought that was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love this part. I light her like dynamite, load her like gigabyte, turn out the effing lights. I want to see you bright. I love that line. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought this was, um, it's definitely not necessarily about that deep love, but like he says stuff like, I'm loving your color way surrounding your colored eyes. So I think it's, it's color what? white. I think it's the color white. Oh. Like the white of oh, your Oh, that eye. makes sense. Loving the color white surrounding your Well, I don't know where I got these um, lyrics. <laughs> but I feel like Still very pretty. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Talking about someone's eyes is more romantic than, um, so I feel like there's like these romantic moments in this song too. Plus like mm-hmm. sex can be romantic. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. My last Zane song is flight of the stars i feel like a lot of zane songs are are like love songs and a lot of them are very romantic but yeah i chose this one in particular because again it kind of sonically just has that really romantic feel to it and the lyric i picked out is 
I go where you go. Go through Armageddon. Girl, I got you. There's no goodbyes, only us, so I will follow. Hold you close, standing on the edge of no tomorrow. Still deep in us, get that rush, so I will follow. As long as you're feeling the same, I'll follow you into the flames. It's got that following theme you were thinking. You yeah. Were yeah. Yeah. It does. That one's pretty. He does have a lot of love songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of his songs are about that. Except yeah. unless it's about like <laughs> the death of One Direction and the corrupt music industry. Yeah. <laughs> Those are his two big themes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, I didn't have any more Zane songs. Okay. Uh, the last four I have are One Direction songs, so this is where it gets iffy. The last um, of mine are One Direction songs, too. Oh, great. Um, I'll start with the worst of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I chose They Don't Know About Us. Yes. Um, and I'm not, I didn't have anything written for it. I was just picking <laughs> one off the albums. <laughs> They don't know about us. I don't think that's a bad choice. I think that's 100% a love song. And I think it's a good one. Thank you. I mean, it had that theme to me of the same of um, the same theme of strong where it's like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I love you. So like, they don't know about us. It's like they don't know about what we do. They think we're just like fake and we're just young and like love and stupid and it means nothing. But, like, they're saying, like, no, it actually means something to me. And, and mm-hmm. like, they don't realize the sort of connection we have. So I thought that was pretty yeah. because it was more, yeah. like, about a longer-term relationship where they're, like, fighting to stay together right. even though, like, everyone else is against them. Yeah. Well, also, whenever I listen to that song, I think of it as, like, a queer relationship that they're, like, having to hide. Oh, yeah. I forgot that perspective of it. Yeah. It reminds me of um, Little Mix's secret love song yeah oh that's a great song yeah yeah my um first 1d song is if i could fly classic yeah i feel like if i could fly is probably like one of the first ones that would come to most people's minds um the lines i picked out are if i could fly i'd be coming right back home to you I think I might give up everything. Just ask me to. Pay attention. I hope that you listen because I let my guard down. Right now, I'm completely defenseless. For your eyes only, I'll show you my heart. For when you're lonely and forget who you are. I'm missing half of me when we're apart. Now you know me. For your eyes only. Aww. Yeah. That one's really beautiful. Yeah. This song, it, it, this song is interesting because... It kind of at the same time feels like a new love song and an old love song. And I feel like it's kind of like maybe that part of relationship where it's like just moving into mm. being more of a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's like um, I'm, I let my guard down. Like that's something you would say after you've like been with someone for 10 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it also is like like if I could fly, I'd be coming right back home to you makes it sing- mm. seem like a it's not a new relationship yeah, either it, do- it definitely does bridge that gap right yeah that's a really good observation thank you uh, my next 1d one is one thing now there were a number to choose from from the first <laughs> <laughs> what makes you beautiful classic <laughs> one thing classic <laughs> um now one thing 
I don't think they're in a relationship yet in the song. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. But it's like that like feeling where you can't you can't even tell someone why you're like so obsessed with this person, but they just have that thing yeah. that like draws you to them uh-huh. and you don't know why. Maybe you can't explain it. But like, damn, like <laughs> you want them and you don't know why. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like that was a really like fun feeling, I guess. And Definitely. kind of lovey. And um, there's like, I don't need to explain myself. I'm just, mm-hmm. I got these feelings. I love that song. Yeah, it's a fun one. I do really like that. I think that's one of the first One Direction songs I like really loved really i think so yeah yeah it's a good one it is my next one is i want to write you a song i have that one yeah i figured you would i feel like this one and if i could fly Mm -hmm. and the next one i have are probably like the three that most people would think of um the lines I chose picked out for this one are I want to write you a song one that's as beautiful as you are sweet with just a hint of pain for the feeling that I get when you are gone I want to write you a song I like this one because I feel like it could be about different people like it could Mm -hmm. be a romantic song it could be a familial song it could be like a friend song Mm mm-hmm a lullaby um, to a baby. Yeah, it's very, it, it very much sounds like a lullaby. And you have the scratching pencil mm-hmm. noise and the really soft vocals of either Louis or Liam being sick. The, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll never know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that line I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks it's Louis, but Liam in an interview said he recorded that song when he was really sick, and then they were like, yeah. "Oh, damn, that sounds amazing. Keep that in." So I feel like it's got to be him, yeah, singing I'll that have to line. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah i I thought of this one too. It does have that familial feel, which I feel like kind of makes sense for all the ones we're talking about that are like the not the sad ones and more just like that deep, like longevity mm-hmm. love. Because it's like when you are when you do have that longevity, it's like your your person becomes like family. So mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. There's a that there's like a familial feel because like you're yeah I don't know. It's like they're part of your inner circle. It's like a part of yeah I don't know. It's, it's like the permanence. Yeah, it's the permanence. Like you're not go- there's there's not going to be like a breakup. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that makes sense. Still so sad that none of the boys wrote out of this song. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I have one more. How many more do you have? I have three more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> do you want to do another one of yours then? Yeah. So my next one is home, which I almost forgot about. So I had picked ten and then I remembered home because it wasn't on the albums and I was looking through my like discography. Mm-hmm. But this song I actually played and sang at my friend's wedding. Mm. So very much feels like a love song to me. The lyric I picked out is, I was stumbling, looking in the dark with an empty heart. 
but you say you feel the same could we ever be enough baby we could be enough and it's all right calling out for somebody to hold tonight when you're lost i'll find the way i'll be your light you'll never feel like you're alone Hmm. and yeah um, when you said when we were talking earlier it was like the person who makes you feel like at home i really thought of this one too yeah did you ever hear the cover of the the song i did the my like version of it probably i feel like you probably sent me it like when you were nervous and wondering if it sounded okay yeah i don't know if i saw the official one or not yeah someone filmed it right i feel like i did but maybe just because i pictured it so much of you sitting (laughs) and like playing that it might have been like what i was picturing in my head instead of the actual version yeah they had a wedding videographer so there is like um it's in their wedding video but i feel like i I, like i don't love it because i feel like i was so nervous that i just Mm -hmm. didn't sound as good as i wanted to um you're probably a harsh critic of yourself i think i am a harsh critic but i think it was also true i feel like the people Uh there seemed to like it and they said that it like worked because it felt more like authentic and like Mm -hmm. obvious that i was like a friend of theirs and not a professional (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so sweet (laughs) they didn't say it like that but (laughs) (laughs) i obviously didn't think it was good enough to like share because i don't think i ever shared it like on social media or anything right maybe i'll go rewatch it yeah Yeah, send it to me i'll have kinder eyes (laughs) (laughs) um uh, my last one is no control no control (laughs) a love song for the ages that's what i want played as i walk down the aisle (laughs) it is not so much that uh same like theme but if you go through the lyrics i mean i don't care it's obvious i just can't get enough of you the pedal sound my eyes are closed it still has that theme of not caring what other people say it's like yeah. i don't care that it's obvious that i need you and i want you That's it true. felt like similar themes to like strong yeah um and i mean louis wrote on both of them so yeah who knows he seems to have that idea that when he like thing where he loves someone he doesn't really care what the rest of the world thinks about it yeah he's just like this is who i love and this is who i care about and i think we get that when he talks quite openly in interviews just about like the his his experiences and his emotions Mm -hmm. he's pretty open with like his inner thoughts versus like harry never talks about his like personal life at all but louis like yeah this is what i felt when this happened this is what i felt like he just is he's kind of an open book he really is and it doesn't seem like he ever is scared that he's gonna that he was too vulnerable or like said yeah, too much or like exactly he doesn't ever seem guarded yeah so i don't know i thought that like was in no control as well as much as it does mm-hmm. have like those sexy lines yeah um but there's this like sort of carefreeness of being like i love you and i want you to know and i want everyone else to know yeah definitely yeah. All right, so that was your last one? Yeah. Okay. So my last two, the first one is 18. Um, I think 18 is, like, definitely a love song. I think the way it was written was, like, as if 
this is a relationship of like adults and they've been in love since they were teenagers mm-hmm. i think it probably like was written more like not autobiographical by any of the boys i think ed sheeran wrote it yeah that's right that's right um yeah the lyric is i have loved you since we were 18 long before we both thought the same thing to be loved and to be in love and all i can do is say that these arms are made for holding you i want to love like you made me feel when we were 18 oh um so i think that's definitely yeah yeah like that deep love yeah and it has like the like longevity of like i've loved you since we were teenagers and then also like a love like you made me feel when we were 18 like the idea that you could be with someone for a long time but Mm -hmm. still like feel love for them the same way that you might have as a teenager yeah yeah and then the sound of it is very like romantic yeah definitely um although it has that line that i can never think of the same way again which one kiss me where i lay down my hands pressed to your cheeks a long way from the playground (laughs) let you use your imagination listeners <laughs> um okay the last song i've chosen is infinity um this is a sad song and it is sad i thought wow this is like gotta be one of the good ones and then i read it and was like it's all about sadness <laughs> what is this yeah but the love in it is so like deep and true yeah which i think what makes it a good love song yeah it's one of my favorite songs i love this song so much um but the lyrics i picked out are how many nights does it take to count the stars that's the time it would take to fix my heart oh baby i was there for you all i ever wanted was the truth how many nights have you wished someone would stay lay awake only hoping you're okay they're okay i never counted all of mine if i tried i know it would feel like infinity infinity I feel like that theme of infinity or like that theme of like forever mm-hmm. is there, right? Yeah. Like it would take forever to like express how sad I am that you're yeah, not with definitely. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. But um, that's that. Any closing thoughts you want to share? Um, I have liked this discussion Mm -hmm. it is kind of an eye-opener to like what I don't know I've never really dissected my thoughts on what makes a love song yeah and definitely recognizing how there's so many ways to have a love song and there's like that classic like marriage love song but there's Mm -hmm. a love song like can be so many different things Mm -hmm. um and then it does make me really curious about how like really the the like maturity of the songwriter and like the place they are in their lives can really change yeah like the nature of a love song just looking yeah. at how early 1d albums to late 1d albums to mm-hmm. solo stuff and then also thinking about some of the love songs we talked out talked about outside of one direction and how yeah. those even hit like a deeper note of love yeah um, and that like when you age 
there's you just have different experiences so um yeah it's it's cool to see probably there'll be a natural progression Mm -hmm. in songwriting not only because they get better at it but also just because their experiences will differ and Mm -hmm. the themes they choose to talk about will differ Mm -hmm. I think like people have said that a lot about Taylor Swift's latest album Lover and like Mm. specifically the song Lover feels like it's on another level from any of her other love songs because it's like this feels like she's found the one type Mm -hmm. of love song you know Mm -hmm. so yeah and she's like 30 now so it makes sense yeah yeah if you were getting married and you had to choose one of the songs you talked about um to play while you walk down the aisle what song would you choose oh this is difficult (laughs) 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 Hmm. if i decided to get married maybe sweet creature hmm i don't know i'm trying to or strong but like i probably wouldn't want to I don't know if any of the other ones I I said. I'm certainly not walking down to, like, one thing. (laughs) Strong. I want to write you a song, Sweet Creature. Maybe one of those. I feel like those are also, like, the sort of tempo you want to walk down. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to choose Adore You either. (laughs) Unless I do, like, one of those dance situations. But (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do a little choreographed dance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um yeah i feel like home like the um arrangement that i did was like a perfect wedding Mm -hmm. song um it was for their first dance so not Mm. walking down the aisle um but i obviously wouldn't walk down the aisle to my own arrangement of a song because it's weird (laughs) no (laughs) i would like sing the song as i walk down the aisle I um, honestly, I would walk down the aisle to this episode in our own <laughs> our own editing arrangement to it. Me too. <laughs> Is that big headed of me? <laughs> It'll be a very long ceremony. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> um. All right. Do you have a recommendation for this week? Um. My recommendation this week, which is gonna be um coming out in february but oh I'm yeah experiencing it now <laughs> um i started listening i did a once through listen of um billy eilish's album like i've heard mm-hmm. uh, like the sort of main songs especially because like kids at work like to play it mm-hmm. um or like want us to play it but i did a whole listen through and um it was really cool if you haven't listened to her music i definitely recommend it, it it's pro- it's definitely not for everyone because it's got a lot of dark themes mm-hmm. so that was like um you know like you might end up feeling bad or sad uh-huh. um, but then I listened to the switched on pop discussion about it and um Nate and Charlie actually had Phineas who's um Billy Eilish's brother and like the producer and songwriting partner of Billy yeah on as well so I recommend listening to her album fully through once and then listening to that switched on pop episode um it was really cool um, and then I also ended up listening to a couple other episodes of Switch on Pop. The Post Malone one was interesting. And now I'm in the middle of the, um, uh, bu- 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 what's her name? The Jolene singer. Why am I forgetting? Dolly this? Parton? Dolly Parton. Yes. Mm. Um, there, that episode. So, yeah. I, I mean, we, I think we recommend um, Switch on Pop almost every other week. <laughs> but this is specifically yeah. Liz and Billy's album and then the Switch on Pop. 
Yeah. Um, that's really funny because I had also listened to, like, Billie Eilish's kind of, like, main, like, mainstream songs or, mm-hmm. or, like, the ones that were, you know, on radio and stuff. Yeah. And then I listened to that Switch On Pop episode. Oh. was out a couple months ago. And then yeah. I, like, listened to her al- her whole album and, like, became a fan. Oh, that's so cool. That. Yeah. And then did you see the James Corden um, no. segment with her? Okay. So yeah. definitely watch that because they did a carpool karaoke, but <gasps> they actually go to her house. Oh, And they, like, so cool. go to her bedroom and, like, meet her mom and, like, talk about, like, the, like songwriting and, like, their house. She wow. still lives at home, like, at, in that's... her old home. Wow. Um, okay, I'm definitely doing that. Yeah. I'm, like, so curious about her now. Like, yeah, she's I'm... really, really fascinating. A really, really cool person. And she just, like, broke the record for being, like, the youngest person to win all four awards at the Grammys. Like, the four big ones she won. Yeah. She won Song of the Year, Album of the Year, um, Best New Artist. Yeah. And what's the other one? Record of the Year or something? Yeah. She's amazing. She's know. Yeah. Her and her brother are obviously incredible songwriters. Yeah. And her voice is just spectacular. And she also just has yeah. a really cool personality and like approach to like fame um yeah i feel so many of the themes on her songs are really important and i'm just i'm a fan yeah definitely um my recommendation aside from billy eilish is a podcast called judge john judge john hodgman this is a podcast that's been around for a long time and my family all listens to it and I, like, just didn't get into it for some reason. I remember a couple years ago I tried mm-hmm. to listen to it because, like, my mom and my brother and his girlfriend, like, love it. And it just didn't, like, hook me for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I started listening a couple weeks ago, and I love it. And so now I've been going back and listening to all the old episodes. I think I'm in 2017 now. Um, but it's really, really good. Um, John Hodgman uh, – Basically, the the setup of the podcast is that it's like fake internet court, and so John Hodgman is like a judge, and he'll have guests come on, guests guests like uh, couples or like siblings or friends who have some dispute, and then he like decides mm-hmm. it for them. Um, <laughs> but fun. it's really fun. Judge it's Judy. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really funny. It's definitely a comedy, but he always just like brings the most like um, like wonderful uh like ideas and like when he does his rulings like they're often very insightful and like very thoughtful and like Mm -hmm. deep um and like often like very political and it's just really great it's like really fun just feel good like rewarding podcast to listen to um and my family went and saw the live show actually like last week i think Um, oh wow on tour right now um but yeah, definitely give that a, give that a try because it's really really fun. Uh, all right, well, thank you for listening to episode two hundred eight. Nope. Thank you for listening to episode two hundred nine of Talk Direction. We would love to hear what you thought about the show, your opinions on anything we discussed today. Um, I have a question of the week. Uh, which isn't a thing, but I'm just inventing it right now. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> yes. Question of the week for listeners is, um, if you're already married, what song did you walk down the aisle to? And if you're not married, what song do you want to walk down the aisle to? Even if you're not going to get married or you don't believe in marriage or, like, whatever, like, just in a fantasy land. If you were going to walk down the <laughs> aisle to a song, what song would it be? 
um, that's my question of the week for you. So tweet us at talk underscore direction and let us know. Um, feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about in future episodes. And as Lucia said, you can tweet us or follow us at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can go visit our Tumblr and leave us an anon at talkdirection.tumblr.com or go to our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And you can follow Lucia on Twitter and Instagram at L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H, which is Lucia O. Yes. Um, also make sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection, where today on Talk Direction Down Low, we're going to be talking about um, Valentine's Day stuff. Caitlin has created a fun episode for us. Um, I think it's going to be like a little bit of like a fun and games episode. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear that, you can join us at patreon.com slash talk direction. We've been getting a lot of new Patreon supporters and it's feeling really exciting. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who has like joined us over there and is supporting us financially. We <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, leave us a review if you want, and you can listen to it on SoundCloud as well, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 210. Bye. Bye.